Hello, and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and biology graduate specialising in the human microbiome, Matilda Hansley-Davis, is talking about glowing spider fossils with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who thinks spiders move with too many degrees of freedom. So today we're talking about how tiny microscopic algae may have helped preserve rare spider fossils that are over 22 million years old. Okay, so Matilda, I don't mind a spider. They don't bother me that much. I love a fossil. I didn't know that spider fossils existed. What is the deal with spider fossils? Yeah, it's a good question. So let's maybe quickly recap fossils in general. So Mm -hmm. fossils are basically the remains or impressions of living things from the past. So they're very important for understanding the history and the evolution of life on our planet. But fossils of arthropods, which is a group of invertebrate animals, including spiders, insects and scorpions, are comparatively rare, which is why you might not have heard of them before. Okay, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, Why are they so rare comparatively? Yeah, it's quite interesting. So some body parts get fossilised more easily than others. So hard mineralised structures like bones and teeth and shells are relatively more likely to become fossils. When an animal dies, their soft tissues are usually eaten or just rot away, and these more durable structures like bones are left and can become fossilised if they're buried in sediment and eventually minerals from water seep into the bone and essentially turn it into rock. Okay, so slightly gross question. If I were to be buried rather than cremated, would my teeth turn into fossils? Potentially, if you were buried Buried. in sediment that eventually became compacted into rock and it had the right kind of um, groundwater with the right kind of minerals seeping through it in the right way to eventually turn your teeth into a fossil. So maybe. Okay, so it's possible, but there are many things that would would be beyond my control to turn my teeth into fossils. Okay, good to know. Anyway, back to spiders or arthropods. They don't have bones though, right? So is this is this where the difference comes in? Yeah, that's the important difference. So arthropods don't have a skeleton. They have something called an exoskeleton. So their skeleton is kind of on the outside of their bodies rather than on the inside. And the exoskeleton is made out of a carbonaceous polymer called chitin, which is actually a type of sugar. And it's also found in the cell walls of fungi, interestingly. But although chitin is a pretty tough material during life, it's not as durable as something like bone, so it's not very likely to be fossilised. Okay, so it's less likely to be fossilised, but obviously spider fossils still exist because that's what we're talking about. Where are these from? Yeah, so one of the places that spider fossils can be found is a particular geological formation near Aix-en-Provence in France, which is well known among paleontologists for its really good record of fish and insect and plant and spider fossils from the Oligocene epoch, which runs from about 33.9 million to 23 million years ago. And some researchers from the Department of Geology at the University of Kansas were studying some spider fossils from this formation. And if you want, you can see some photos of the fossils online on the Cosmos website, cosmosmagazine.com. They sort of look like impressions of spiders left in the rock, and and they're quite recognisably spiders, which I thought was really cool considering how old they are. Okay, so Matilda, I have actually gone and looked at these pictures, and 
I agree a, like a thousand percent. It's they are so old, but they are so, such crisp fossils. Like you can a hundred percent tell that these are spiders. Like I was incredibly impressed. I, you know, often I think about fossils and you kind of get like a smeary shape in some rock but these these were beautiful so everyone please go and check out these spider fossil images on the cosmos website yeah yeah please do they're very cool um so anyway the first author on this new study Alison Olcott describes the process as they basically decided to randomly look at these fossils under a fluorescent microscope and they discovered that to their surprise the spider fossils glowed under uv light And if you're interested in what else glows under UV light, my colleague Ellen Fidian just wrote an article about it, which is also available on the Cosmos website. And if you have a UV torch left over from a COVID rapid antigen test, it can tell you what kind of things you can shine it on if you don't have any you know, ancient spider fossils lying around. Oh my gosh, I'm, I will also be doing that after this <laughs> podcast. Anyway, so love the idea that they glow. Apart from glowing though, was there anything that was special about these spider fossils specifically? Yes, there was. So Olcott and her team found that the spider fossils were covered by a black polymer substance, which they analysed and found that it contained the elements carbon and sulphur. Mm -hmm. And the fossils were also surrounded by these microscopic algae called diatoms, which produce a sticky, viscous substance called extracellular polysaccharide, or EPS for short. Okay, so that sounds a little bit disgusting, but uh, what does that actually mean scientifically, Matilda? (laughs) Great question. So at this point in our story, it was 2020 and Olcott was locked down with her family at home. She couldn't get into her lab. And so she was really kind of stuck looking in depth at these microscope images and these chemical maps they had made of the spider fossils at a level of detail she might not have otherwise. And based on that, she formed a hypothesis that the diatoms, so the microalgae, were actually key to preserving these rare spider fossils. And what these scientists now think is happening is that a chemical reaction occurs between the chitin in the spider's exoskeleton and the sulfur in the microalgae's EPS, and that creates chemical crosslinks called sulfur bridges between the carbon atoms in the chitin and makes the fossil last longer. Okay, now I might be wrong here, but I'm going to channel, I think it's my year 11 or year 12 chemistry, and we learnt about vulcanising rubber, and I'm pretty sure that it was the sulphur bridges that made rubber harder in the vulcanization process. Is this a kind of a similar thing? Yeah, it's very similar to vulcanization. So that's a process that uses sulfur and heat treatment to make rubber more durable. So it's used in the manufacture of products like car tires. And Olcott described this process that she thinks is happening in the fossils is very similar to vulcanization. So it's still a hypothesis based on a couple of fossils, but Olcott would now like to investigate this idea further because quite a lot of other exceptional fossil preservation sites actually contain these microalgae as well. Okay, that's amazing. So essentially I'm taking away from this, we have glowing spiders and spider fossils are a little bit like tyres and that shouldn't be anyone else's takeaway, but that was amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much, Matilda. And thank you to everyone for listening. So be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. wondered how old the earth is and how we know or exactly how popping candy works 
From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions, big and small. No lab coats required. And we'll do it in 10 minutes or less. Search Huh? Science Explained. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.